Hello and thank you for tuning in. Today I'm going to talk about a less popular but still very dramatically important issue which plagues not just the United States but many English-speaking countries and this problem is spreading rapidly and it negatively impacts the lives and safeties of countless other people and including children. I'm referring to some loopholes that are in the laws that allow many felons and criminals to escape justice as they are recruited and employed overseas. Most of the time it's to teach English or teach a foreign language in a foreign country around the world. It's often referred to as ESL, or English as a Second Language, or TEFL, which is Teach English as a Foreign Language, or TEFL. These programs are often advertised as opportunities to work in a foreign country, see the foreign country, and at the same time earn good money. That's what the advertisements usually tell, but there's a lot more to it than that, and I'll get into that in this broadcast. Although most of the opportunities are available directly to qualified teachers, most of the positions are filled by agencies, which tend to seek out less expensive candidates and candidates which they can usually entice with certain benefits to come fill those positions which are desperately needed overseas. Now, there are reasons why this is a little bit more diverse and a little bit less popular. It really depends on the destination country needing the English language teachers. Many of the schools in these countries lack the knowledge and the resources to recruit good native English-speaking teachers. Others lack the funding and the resources to do the recruiting themselves, so they end up depending on agencies to do it for them. Agencies usually advertise to the schools that they're going to get a quality candidate. And by quality, I mean those rare individuals who actually enjoy teaching, have good moral upstanding, good backgrounds, and are there for exactly what the agency's advertising for, to see the world and to contribute in a cultural way, teaching English or another foreign language. The agencies, however, even though they advertise for these candidates, they usually seek the cheapest candidates. And by cheapest, they're really only looking for native English speakers qualifications come far secondary if they're even considered. They often have ways to either quickly get anyone interested online, then they get a qualifying certificate for them to teach through different various means. Some legitimate, many of them are not legitimate. More commonly, though, they recruit from people that just need employment. They invest a small amount of money into bringing them abroad, these agencies do, and then they tie all the loose ends from inside the destination country. So why is this a problem? Well, the guidelines for each school and each country differ, often dramatically, as far as qualifications are concerned. So the agencies are often free to make unsubstantiated claims in order to place people from pool of English speakers that they've recruited. Most schools take their word for it because they need to fill the positions. In the event that schools require proof of qualifications or proof of a background check, the agencies are usually connected enough in the country to pay off the right people in order for this proof to be either fabricated or, more commonly, completely overlooked. In many of these destination countries, the schools need teachers so badly, they'll usually go along with the agencies so they can remain accredited by offering these English courses, or so they can meet the requirements of their government or their community in order to maintain the required enrollment to stay open. Many of the English teacher recruits come from the bottom of the barrel, though. They're felons, pedophiles, rapists, junkies, and the like. I have first-hand experience with this, which I'll get to in just a few minutes. To illustrate how real this problem is, you can follow a link that I have on my blog. It outlines the increased awareness in China, in particular, where this problem is actually extreme. 
and it really makes America and other Western countries look bad since our apparent complicity to the issue seems to indicate our approval. I know from personal interviews I have conducted and from schools from which I'm in touch with that many of the administrators feel that the governments of both countries of origin and the country of destination and turn their heads on the matter completely. It apparently satisfies needs from both ends, inexpensive teachers, and a small economic relief for the country of origin since they can funnel their judicial resources elsewhere, because the criminals no longer are viable to pursue overseas. Now, this isn't always the case, as you can see from the article I posted on my blog, but there are some links for you to read here. I'll include those in my blog also if you check you can see that others are actually providing guidelines on how you can be a criminal and successfully get a job outside the country as an English teacher or a foreign language teacher. They explain how you can escape justice, get placed in a destination country that accepts the don't ask, don't tell mentality basically for criminal background checks and qualifications so that these countries can fill these positions. Again, you can find the links to these articles on my blog, and that blog is at realintelreport.com. Well, if it works for both sides, who cares, right? First, many of those people are still predators that are being recruited as teachers, and the majority of them are fugitives. They often get visas sponsored by these agencies, which allow them to get out of the country before law enforcement in their own country realizes that they're even gone. This is a major selling point for the agencies, especially since they know once they have them outside their country and inside the destination country, they pretty much have them for good. They can't return to their own country because they often face jail or prison. And most of them have no jobs and no money, so they now depend on the agency to provide them housing, paychecks, and certain other small benefits. Since the agencies work with the schools directly, they can usually get the new recruits working quickly, too. They also tend to keep most of the school's payments, since the schools pay the agency directly, and they only filter enough back to each of the teachers for them to have basic needs like food and necessities, such as that. Also, since the agencies are listed as the sponsors for the visas, and they have often already paid off local immigration and law enforcement agencies, they maintain an enormous amount of control over these individuals, these criminals. At any time, they can complain to either law enforcement locally or internationally or the various embassies and have the individual either deported or worse off arrested in the country. The real issue is not the agencies and the criminals, it's the danger to the students and the local population. Most of these criminals are not safe to be around children or even people, which teaching children is the most common teaching position that they need these people for. And most of them will continue breaking the laws, using drugs, raping, stealing, and so forth. Usually the agencies end up paying fines for them and sweeping everything under the rug so they can continue their income streams from the schools. If a student is victimized, the agencies usually pay off both the school and the family and then just place the teacher in another school district or another city. As I mentioned earlier, this is not true for every agency and it's not true for every foreign language teacher. There are just many agencies participating in this scheme in one way or another. As an example, I have several teachers that worked with an agency and the agency's name was TEFL369 or TEFL369. Now, although their name is, or the name that they give you on the contract is TEFL369, they go by a different name altogether. The name that they're registered with with the government is Qindao Xia Educational Management and Consultancy Company Limited. 
and they're from China. I won't provide links to them directly, but you can easily search and find their site and all the advertisements that they place. This particular agency is owned by a Chinese university professor. He's well-connected, so he's very easily able to get around laws and get around other agencies and rules. Plus, he has a lot of access directly to schools since he himself is in a teaching position. This agency offers housing, very cheap housing, often with conditions even the locals consider very poor, and they work with many languages as well as English. One of their biggest selling points is their visa sponsorship. They initially claim to sponsor working-class visa, which means you're allowed to work when you come to the destination country of China. And most of their teachers do get this kind of visa when they're sponsored by this agency. But inside the United States, things have changed recently, and they can usually only get a tourist visa for their United States recruits. Now, coming to China, foreigners are required to register with the local police. In the case of this agency, they do that for their teachers, which is not legal since the police actually require foreigners to appear in person and have their pictures taken, as well as have them sign and agree to an address where they'll be located during their stay. They're also required to provide an exit date since they're not allowed to stay indefinitely in the country, and they're even often required to provide proof, like an airline ticket, out of the country. This rule applies primarily to tourist visas, which again, they have plenty of teachers that they recruit on those tourist visas and put them to work in the country, which again is against the law in China. If you are caught working on a tourist visa while you're in China, you can be put in jail for a month or so. And then after your jail time, they'll probably deport you. This agency has numerous foreign teachers working in Chinese schools, and most of them are on tourist visas. This allows them more control also. They maintain legal leverage at all times over their recruits, as well as the financial leverage I mentioned earlier. Now, during my investigations and my interviews, and I've only tapped into a small portion of the teaching population, obviously, at least for foreign teachers, I met with 38 foreign language teachers. 30 of them were actively working on tourist visas. 15 of them had completed their one-year contract with this agency, but were forced to renew to a new contract because they had no financial ability to return to their home country. And 36 of them had criminal records ranging from theft, domestic violence, narcotics use, and trafficking, rape, and pedophilia. The worst part is that all of them at present or had at one time taught children below the age of 10. One of them was teaching at a preschool and he's actually a fugitive in the United States for statutory rape, terroristic threats, domestic violence, and narcotics-related offenses. I did further research, and I found that 12 of the 38 were all fugitives. I contacted the embassies and the local authorities, but all of them offered similar responses. Thank you for letting us know. Basically, they're not going to pursue it unless they can pick them up inside their local country, their home country, if you will. Now, at least the complaints that I filed are on record with both local authorities in China as well as the embassies and the authorities from the country of origin. I contacted the schools directly in many of the cases, and many of them were fired, but they were relocated by the agency rather than relieved completely. Uh, some of them were also allowed to just continue teaching as if nothing had happened. Also of note, of the 38 that I met, six of them had been rearrested in the country. I was not able to get information on what the charges were that they faced, but they were not in jail when I met them, and it seemed the agency managed to get them out of whatever trouble they had gotten into. One of them found out that I had reported him and got him relocated from the school he was teaching at with children, 
and he started stalking me. He even made threats against my children and my family. The agency has made similar threats. I'm telling you that these people are dangerous and should never be allowed even around children. And these agencies are even more dangerous for trafficking these criminals into countries and putting them in positions where they can be of more danger to people. These people are definitely not qualified to teach in the first place. Now, the purpose of this broadcast is not to bash one agency. Clearly, they have only a part in this ongoing problem. It might seem like a nice idea to let some of our criminals just disappear and become someone else's problem or someone else's burden. However, many of them continue to be dangerous, dangerous to the people that they teach and the communities that they now live in. And it makes our country look a bit irresponsible. More so, it jeopardizes, like I said, the safety of the young children and the students. Well, that's it for this broadcast. You can find my blog at realintelreport.com. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, and I do podcasts on both Podbean and Blog Talk Radio. Since this is also an ongoing investigation that I'm working on, if you have any information to add, please let me know. I'm also always interested in your comments, your feedback, and your suggestions. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you. And please check back soon.